back to another episode of Black Girls Talk, where we talk about a lot of things. Sometimes they matter, sometimes they don't, but they're always entertaining. We're your host, Carl and Emily Rose, and today we're going to be talking about marriage. Marriage. (laughs) Okay, Emily, what are your thoughts on marriage, the holy macaroni, the lifelong sacrament? (laughs) the promise before god um i personally think i think marriage is a really beautiful thing and i still think that it can be a really important thing i still think it can be a really important thing i think that modern culture you know our generation has kind of like decreased the value of marriage because of like the easy access to divorce now that's not me saying that you should always stay married I feel like in some situations it is better to get a divorce you know don't stay married just for the kids or for appearances or whatever but I feel like because of the easy access to divorce or because there's like an easy way out people don't really put that much heft onto marriage you know they kind of rush into it without like considering all of these like different aspects is divorce Um, easy divorce is hard divorce, no, no, divorce is a hard and divorce is long but like it's easier to get divorced now than it was like obviously very yeah. necessary for it to be easier yeah to get no, divorced. no but it's like i feel like people at, i don't know if it's necessarily because of like the accessibility to divorce but it's just like people don't like marriage doesn't really seem that important anymore like people get like married and then like get like divorced or they get separated or they get married to people that they've known for a day and a half or like you know yeah and like I just think all of these things kind of like decrease the value of marriage because it's like for me marriage is like heavy you know marriage I want to do that shit once and I want to well then again I don't I doubt that anyone gets married thinking I want to do this four or five six times but like <laughs> this is fun let's again, do it again too but like I feel as though there are certain things that you need to think about before marrying someone and a lot of people don't think about those things i don't know i feel like yeah i feel like that's the biggest problem i don't actually don't think that people are like better when it comes to like being married i don't know i don't think like the quality of marriage has decreased i think people were always really (laughs) shit at fostering healthy relationships it's just that it was harder to get Mm -hmm. out before and people like you know women were essentially accessories so the woman doesn't want to be there who gives a shit you know like the husband doesn't like her whatever she's serving him so like he doesn't have to like her you know he could beat her for free but now people actually have access to like you know things like divorce and even then like divorce the way divorce propels women into poverty <laughs> because That's not like, funny. no no like <laughs> it's not funny. but it actually does like it actually like, shoots women a lot of women into poverty because now like they usually earn less and they're usually the ones who get like the house and they're usually the ones who get like the most like in terms of custody with the kids and so you know now they're essentially paying for things that they were paying with what they're paying for like they're paying for bills that they were taking care of with two incomes now they're taking care of it with one that's just shooting you into poverty but anyways like divorce or just a post-divorce reality isn't necessarily like so easy that like like anyone would like a woman at least would jump for joy at the thought of no longer (laughs) you know being able to like have that stability have that income have that person who's helping you take care of the kids have all that however I do think that people are really shut at fostering healthy relationships that can work long term and I don't think people got worse I think people just like 
now it matters. The fact whether or not you can foster a healthy relationship matters. Before it didn't matter because everyone just served their gender roles in their corner, but now people actually want to make it a partnership. So if you don't know how to form a partnership, a partnership isn't going to fucking work. It's just going to be ideals they can actually bring to life. Yeah, no, and I think it's actually really interesting how like relationships haven't really improved that much over time. You know, how like people are still as like people are having the same problems today in relationships that like our parents were having and they're you know like it's interesting how human relations haven't improved on that aspect and I wonder why <laughs> men but um <laughs> you know I, I think it's also because the dating process is different a bit now than it was because people don't really like court anymore it's more so ew ugh I sound so ew okay yes anyways <laughs> I, sa- I sound very much our generation is so but like the whatever the talking stage right so I guess that's kind of like today's equivalent of like courting someone right talking to them before dating them like I feel that like a lot of people but like but yeah it's kind of sort of exactly because like, like it's, people it's don't the really substitute like, but it's not yeah, equivalent. it's not an equivalent yeah okay yeah um I feel like people do a lot of things for image. Like, not saying that people, like, bare people are getting married just because they want to be married. But I feel like people speed up processes because they want specific titles or because, like, you know, and then that ties in with, like, social media influences, right? So you see everybody around you doing a specific thing and you also want to be doing that thing. So you might force a relationship that isn't particularly working or you might stay with this guy you have nothing in common with or you might say yes to the first like you know what I mean yeah so and I think all of those things kind of also decrease the value of marriage you know because it's like you're not supposed to be not that I'm you know the marriage like the fucking you know the person who has like like supervised all marriages can say what people you know but marriage in my opinion is supposed to be a thing of like beauty it's supposed to be like the union of two souls that were like meant for one another you know Mm -hmm. so I just think it's interesting how like people haven't really gotten better at that over time but also like I how I feel about marriage is like it depends marriage isn't going to be the same thing to everyone like it depends on how people go about their marriages like the way I want to go about my marriage I've never seen anyone do it and like I've never seen anyone do it and actually like not look like they want to jump out a window (laughs) like the because you know like I grew up in like western society so my views of marriage are like very much or it's just like the process to getting to marriage or an engagement is very much affected by like western society because I date western men so it's like this is the process that's going to get me to, you know, the point of marriage. And it's like everyone that seems to have done that seems to hate like themselves and each other and the lives they chose. So like, there's no one that models that, like, I'm not, I'm not going to go about marriage in the West African way. So all the, like all my parents and my siblings and all that, that I see get be married, don't necessarily reflect what I want in marriage. And I think like marriage in of itself, like someone being married to me means nothing it's all about like what they're doing within that marriage how their marriage is working because like like I said like a lot of these marriages like being married doesn't automatically make someone a great partner um like marriage doesn't save your relationship just like having kids doesn't save your relationship throw back to that episode but like if someone's a shitty boyfriend he's going to be a shitty husband and going to be a shitty father if someone's a shitty girlfriend it's like the marriage like 
updating the level of responsibility or changing the title doesn't necessarily affect the person or um, affect the relationship that much. And another thing um, you said about people looking like they want to jump out windows, um, most people seem like they hate being married. Um, They seem like marriage seems like something that was forced upon a lot of people you know like you it's like such a common trope in like movies tv shows that people like di- like deeply dislike their spouses like, yeah, my ball like, chain. like my ball and chain oh i'm going home to the wife you know ah, the wife is calling yeah. i have to go home to dinner i have to or see just my like kids. this fear for your partner like why do you hate seeing your kids why do you hate seeing your wife why do you hate talking to your husband like you should not dislike and I get that like maybe you know we're young and like whatever and maybe these things like but I feel like over time no because like because I I I do believe that a relationship changes over time of course like yeah obviously Obviously. 50 years in it's not going to be the exact same as it was in year one right but does that mean you need to harbor like a deep disdain for your partner so much so that like you actively dislike spending time like spending time with them feels like it's something that's forcing even the whole concept surrounding marriage you know like a bachelorette party or bachelor party like now I'm not saying that you shouldn't have fun with your friends before your wedding you know like I still like that can still be fun you know cute 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 but like the whole concept like the idea around it that it's like your last night of freedom why is marriage framed as a sort of trap right mm-hmm. why does being married automatically mean you're not free right you shouldn't you be volu- you're voluntarily entering a union right with a partner that's supposed to make you feel good and you're supposed to love so it's like why is it constructed in that way and like everyone kind of just like accepts it you know if someone wants yeah. to like talk shit about their husband like damn like i hate this nigga so much like i can't believe <laughs> i married him people are like yeah we get you but it's like why like yeah like the thing i can't stand bachelor party actually no what i can't stand is what i i don't know how to call it but it's like this amount of leeway that there is in marriage to be dissatisfied like this amount of Mm. dissatisfaction that's accepted in marriage like it's normal well not normal but at least in the media it's like normalized that if a young girl walks into a room your husband's gonna turn and stare at her ass bro you know like it's normal that like you're supposed to like fantasize about other people you're not like that you're not attracted to your partner that you don't feel love for your partner like I remember I was watching this one TikTok and this woman was talking about like how she she is in a loving relationship with her husband and they're having the time of her life their lives you know and she's in this mom group for like her kids and all that and she was talking about how like how like her relationships working you know at some point they were talking like they were asking questions about the relationships and she was talking about how the relationships working they blocked her they took her out of the group they kicked her out like i don't know what they did but they like they like either they either like came at her they kicked her out and she was talking about how like she can't talk about like the greatness of her relationship because everyone wants to talk shit about their partners and she doesn't have shit to say niggas is bitter yeah Ew. And it's like that's what I want. I want to get kicked out of Facebook groups because everyone's mad. (laughs) You know, but that takes a lot, a lot of work. I feel like a lot of people get into marriage with this idealized like perception of what marriage is. And then when you realize that it actually takes a lot of work, people think that 
good things don't take work. You know, like, oh, if this relationship is good for me, I won't have to change. I won't have to look inwards. Mm. I won't have to do any work on myself. I won't have to work on my trauma. Nothing at all. Everything Except should be me smooth as I am sailing. Yeah, like I should be, I should be able to come as I am and he doesn't want to change me. But it's not necessarily changing. It's just you bettering yourself, you know, healing, doing the shadow work or whatever it's called. But <laughs> like <laughs> doing all that work is necessary, even in the context of a relationship, doing that work individually, doing that work together. All that is important, but people just think that they could just like kind of come in, never change somehow, which is impossible because you're going to change, but come in, never change, never try to be better and everything's going to be fine. Like relationships take work, which I feel a lot of people don't like doing together because they feel like it's changing them or whatever. They feel like they're losing themselves within that work. You know, like that's, that's the one thing I don't like about like the current perception of marriage. I think that. Yeah, no, I agree. The kind of, because nobody's perfect, right? And so because nobody's perfect, that means that like, whoever your future partner is needs to just take you every single flaw and you need to stay the exact, and you don't need to upgrade yourself at all. But like, that's not how life works because it's like, you would also want your partner to look inwards and work on themselves, right? You Mm -hmm. can't, fix everything for that other person because like you're a grown man like you're a grown (laughs) you're a grown person you're an adult like you need to be able to look inwards and fix the issues within yourself because if you don't love yourself how is anybody else going to love you you know um so I totally agree with that the kind of culture surrounding like oh my future person you know just loves me for me as I am flaws and all toxicity and all also the glorification of toxic relationships what the fuck oh like, my gosh why have we normalized toxicity to such a point that like as you were talking about like getting kicked out of the facebook group chat that like seeing people in happy couples is like rare like most people seem to yeah. absolutely despise their partners but i'll never buy her flowers mm. like, like we could be like yeah we don't like a Honestly, I don't fully know what a healthy relationship looks like. Like, even as I'm going right now, I'm just kind of like navigating through it, you know, um, trying to communicate more, going to therapy, doing all that. But it's like, in reality, there's no like, I don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. You know, what's a healthy amount of fighting? What's a healthy amount of like disagreeing? Or what's a healthy amount of like, you know, having certain things that don't align in the way you go about life? Like what's a healthy amount of all those things? I don't know. Because what's normal, what's normalized is I saw this girl who was talking about how she has a journal where she puts a cross every day that, that they fight you know like and it's like why is that like why am I getting into that and she was like going off like laughing about it like it's a fun activity you know like it's a fun little daily oh we fought today like I don't know it's just like the concept of being like just being just being in relationships that don't work or that aren't compatible or just like are incredibly toxic is so normalized and it's annoying like I was Why? listening oh, because I was listening to this episode of Back Chat yesterday. <laughs> it was not me. So oh, which my boyfriend one? was listening to it. And then I was also listening. But um, they were talking about um, um, celibacy. And they're like, oh, what if your partner chooses to be celibate and you want to have sex? Okay, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. By the way, I've watched every episode of that show. 
and everyone was arguing about some oh I have needs to we're gonna reach a compromise and I was like that makes literally no sense they don't want to have sex no logic just vibes like I they don't want to have sex it's just like find someone who works for you bro maybe just find someone you are not Siamese twins you're not stuck together just find someone like you'll go in you don't like nothing meshes nothing makes sense and you're just like fighting each other and it's like find people that work with you stop coming in like you're coming in dating a christian and you're mad that they're not atheists leave them alone literally you start dating some like the concept of finding a partner compatible with you is so beyond so many people and i think that ties into the whole people just wanting to be in relationships thing mm-hmm. right because say what, what what do they like to say in back chat oh i'm an alpha male oh yeah. my god i'm an alpha male yeah oh my i want god. my woman to be this 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 is this you're dating a girl who likes to wear baggy clothes who doesn't cook who doesn't clean who likes to stay in bed all day yeah why are y'all together what and then you're gonna complain about some oh but my girl doesn't do xyz why why did you pick this person because there are people there are so many people in the world there There are are so so many many people people in the world and you come and pick the person that doesn't align with you it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense at all and um what were you saying earlier about um what's it called toxicity in relationships yeah okay yeah I think, as you were talking about earlier, um, relationships require work, right? But people are willing to put in the wrong type of effort. Yes. Fighting every day is draining. Um, dealing with, oh my God, is he cheating on me right now? Oh my God, I wonder what he's doing. Looking through phones, talk, calling up friends, pulling exactly. up on him. Blowing that up is, the man's phone. Bro, t- bro, looking for him, asking his family members where he is. You know how much effort that requires? Bro, that is work you put in work to do all of those things yeah literally but when it comes time to putting in self-work it's ah you take me as i am i don't need to change uh i'm i'm good the way i am oh if it was real if it was meant to be it wouldn't be hard if it was meant to be i wouldn't have to put in work like why are we so comfortable with making active efforts towards negativity mm-hmm. as opposed to making because negativity being uh, not being in a toxic relationship is also difficult you know quite literally so why is that difficulty chosen over i guess answering my own question i guess because it's easier to look outwards and point than to look inwards and like reflect you know mm. so if you're in a toxic relationship and he's cheating on you then you can constantly be like oh my god this nigga's ain't shit you know i'm such a good person why is he cheating on me and you can go and look at all of his friends and yeah. do all of these things but if you have to reflect then you actually have to like criticize yourself you know then you have to look and be like okay so maybe i'm maybe i'm a bit annoying maybe i don't <laughs> communicate well maybe i'm a bitch to people sometimes you know like then you actually have to start like looking inwards and critique yourself and that mm-hmm. can be extremely difficult but I, you know i've never been in a healthy relationship you know you but know, period. you know what no one <laughs> asked you to clarify that and i knew you were going to clarify it as i said it i felt it i felt it through the my like you're just so like uh, <laughs> i'm just speaking positivity into the air <laughs> and you're just shooting it down 
as we're talking about toxicity too i think that's oh interesting. My God. not a black woman bringing another black woman down oh y'all heard it here first but um <sighs> yeah no like yeah like internal work is a lot more difficult but it's also a lot more rewarding because you running after that nigga that's cheating on you isn't bringing you anywhere but no. you bettering yourself even if y'all break up tomorrow like you still have those strides that you made internally and you still have that growth that, that you you still are that new person that you became essentially you know I feel like another thing is that um for example working to find ways to be better at communicating when you're disagreeing you know that leads to that piece that I don't like agreeing see there's a lot of men I don't like agreeing with but at the end of the day it just brings that peace it brings that peace that a lot of people call boring you know like I feel like a lot of people grow up in chaos like a lot of parents mm. are out here emotionally un- like emotionally immature you know so like they grow up with that emotional immaturity and that's all they know how to give back and then like not having those roller coasters of emotions not having those feelings of uncertainty and insecurity and all that or distrust not having that seems boring and stagnant you know, like those roller coasters keep things going. They have you excited in some sense. So I feel like some people do become like used to the chaos and don't know how to live without it. And so that's all they perpetuate in their relationships. And that's all they're attracted to. Because how are you attracting the same thing? You're saying, oh, these niggas ain't shit. And it's the same nigga copy paste that you're attracting over and over again. How does that like... You don't need to be yelling at me like that. Okay, <laughs> like, leave me alone. You, we need to look inwards. <clears throat> look inwards. Hmm. Anyways. Anyways. Um, no, I totally agree with what you said about learning how to communicate. Um, because as you said, a lot of us grow up in like around dysfunctional relationships and then mimic the communication style that we were raised with so if your parents got mad and they yelled at you you probably yell at people when you get mad or if when your parents get mad they shut down you probably shut down when you get mad um I happen to be the extremely dangerous combo of intense passive aggressivity mixed with no communication bro if I get mad at you I'll be so passive aggressive and then like because I hate confrontation with people I hate confronting people I hate having intense conversations so if we're already having an intense conversation I'm extremely uncomfortable so I will just be so passive aggressive and then at one point I'll be like you know what you're right and I'll stop talking that's literally out literally I used to do that yeah you're right you're you're, you're right and I just I'm ghost ghost and oh like, what do you god. mean? I'm right. No, that's not how I want to end the conversation. No, 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 no. You, you, you're right. You're right. Don't oh worry about it. Oh my gosh. Don't worry about it. And like, that... I realized, and like, there's a specific reason that I do that. And then I shut down like that. And then I realized that that might not be the best because, oh, really? like, <laughs> um, that I should maybe learn how to communicate my feelings better because I feel like oftentimes we can feel like we're burdening people with our emotions mm-hmm. um especially if the relationship is like new like you don't really know how to navigate yeah. intense feelings around that person yet like you don't know how they'll react they don't know how you'll react and so you're kind of tiptoeing around that person trying to figure out how to properly express yourself and so you might end up not expressing yourself at all all. and so I felt like I was kind of shielding myself from like the emotional rejection of this person so if I were to be like 
okay, you're right. Or if I were to just like not go in depth about my feelings, like I'm kind of sparing myself. Like what if they don't care about me on that, like that deeper level, you Um, know? But then I realized that it's like, who gives a fuck, you know, like say, like say your piece because it's like at one point it's just going to like explode all over the person. And then that's a bit embarrassing in it because you're bringing up shit from like six months ago when you could have just told them at the time that it pissed you off. The fact that you can go six months without saying something like for me the longest I can go it's like my issue is that I hold things in too much and like yeah do you hold things in? I see the thing is I hold things in but they end up coming out because I get incredibly anxious and agitated. Like mm. if I had the choice never to tell someone something to literally bring to my grave, I would. But I get so anxious and agitated that it ends up coming out. And because I wait for the anxiety and the agitation to increase, when it comes out, it comes out with a whole lot of other shit that just makes no sense. You know, like it completely like no head, no tail, no nothing. Like it just makes no sense. And whereas like, you know, had I said it in the beginning, maybe then it would have made like, you know, a bit more sense. Cause like when it gets to the point where I'm extremely agitated and anxious, I start making connections that aren't there. You know, I start making connections, jumping to conclusions, filling the gaps. Yo, filling the gaps, (laughs) Filling the gaps, like every, like by the time I come to you with this problem, I already have the entire story of what happened. Like I already know what happened. And now you're just being prosecuted, you know? So it's just like, um, you know, learning to let the person fill the gaps and being yeah. more like taking an angle of curiosity when it comes to like how people feel about things instead of just saying you did this because you feel like this instead being like, how do you feel? Yeah, learning how to listen is really important. Yeah, like, like not just like asking that. specific questions to get specific answers. Yes. <laughs> Oops oh my gosh like it's I try so like I'm working so hard on not setting traps (laughs) but at the same time like I mean okay I don't want to say it doesn't fall for the traps but at the same time it's like I ask questions to get specific answers so I can be like oh so you feel like this literally yeah so you feel like a b c d equals yeah 100% yeah I used to do that a lot but you know what we've reduced we've become better we've worked like even today I went to therapy got a lot of a lot of eye-opening you know things were brought forth so it's like I have just trying to be better in that sense which I feel is like a lot of people are like oh don't become better as like an audition for being a long-term partner but yeah that's true but I feel like just in general working on yourself like just in general working on yourself is like really important all around like holistically like Mm -hmm. whether it's the friendships you form or the kinds of relationships you get into because at the same time it's like you're not necessarily going to get into relationships that are beneficial for you by not working on yourself like I don't think you're 100% capable of getting into relationships that are good for you if you have not worked on yourself like in as holistically as you can you know because you know then you'll be getting you'll be out here getting emotionally unavailable people people that berate you people that bring you down people that don't give a shit about you people that don't You're listen so, to you, you oh my I, did i say anyone's name did i say names no because no names? because i hate you who said names who said names? oh my god you're making it into something no. it's not i'm just saying things <laughs> no because you the fit no no because <laughs> 
I didn't say names. I didn't hmm. say names, but okay, carry on. But yeah, like I do think like working on yourself is one of the many ways that you can become better at picking the people you have in your life. Of course, trial and error experience is also very important. And I'm very grateful for the experience that I've gotten, but it's also like how much, how many of the experiences I've gone through would I have not gone through had I simply had like, you know, a better sense of who I am, a better sense of what I deserve, a better sense of, you know, all those things. Like a lot of things I look back on, I'm like, what the fuck, you know? So it's just like, if I had done the work or been where I am right now back then, how much of that would have been beneficial to me? But yeah, um, in terms of marriage, people don't do that work. You know, like we see it all the time. That's how generational trauma happens or generational, like breaking generational, I mean, curses, I guess. But that's how like, those generational mindsets take place because people don't do the work before they get married, before they have kids, before they do much of anything, really. They don't do that work. And I think it's like one of the things we really miss out on when it comes to creating connections, because then we just create connections based on the trauma that we've experienced instead of Mm. actually making connections as grown adults wanting to come together and be closer, Mm -hmm. you know. But I want to go on to talking about the concept of long-term relationships before My marriage. Specialty. <clears throat> your special your specialty? Yeah. Long-term yeah, carry relationship- on. C- c- carry on. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Long-term relationship before marriage, meaning like five plus years of dating before you get married. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Personally, that's what I want to do. Like I feel like I would have to be in a relationship for minimum like five-ish years before even like considering the possibility of marrying someone I feel like that gives you obviously like people hide shit men are scary you know like you can be in a relationship with them for 10 years you get married on the the day of the 11th and he'll abuse you the next day you know people hide things but I do think that like longevity does give you some like a deeper insight into what Mm -hmm. a person is like but I also think that don't stay there and get fucked over in the end. Like, I feel like you need to have conversations with your partner about, like, where your where head is going? at, where it's going. Because mm. it's like, if you're in a relationship for five years and you break up, then it's a bit, you know, it happens, you know, because of, like, a bunch of different reasons. But, like, you should at least be going in the same direction, especially, like, if you're both adults, you know like you have want to have yeah. a general idea of like what we're doing here and that doesn't mean like promise ring you know you're going to marry me for sure but it's like we both kind of view each other in a potent marriage potential situation and that's why we're in this relationship um kind of thing you know to me like i see both sides when it comes to people like how people feel about long-term relationships personally it's like long-term relationships you know they usually happen when people start dating young Mm -hmm. right so either our age or like high school sweethearts and all that and I get like both sides of like the coin when it comes to long-term relationships personally I'm for being long-term waiting till you're, you're stable like for me it's more like stability being able to like we're getting married I don't want to still be having to live at my mom's house you know like I want to be married and be able to like move in together, afford certain mm-hmm. things, maybe work towards like getting a house and all that, all that shit. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. But I also see why people are like, why won't you just marry me now if you're so sure we're going to get married? Because I understand like, like, you know, when you're like 20, 
right? It's not like, personally, I'm never going to sit here and be like, I'm 20 years old. I'm so confident. I'm going to marry this man I know now, you know? But it's like some people who have been dating for an extended period of time feel like to them, like, okay, maybe you were like 16 to 20. To them, four years is four years, regardless of how old they were. So it's like, we spent four years together what were we doing all this time for you to not even come close to being sure about me? But, like, the growth you have in high school is different than the growth you experience as, like, an adult. As an like, adult, yeah. Because high school is, like, a very But that's specific, assuming... Well, then again, obviously it depends on context, you know? So it's, like, it's not the same thing doesn't apply to everybody. But, like, for most people, like, high school mm-hmm. is, like, a very particular set of conditions. Control. Very yeah. controlled environment. The people you're around, genre, um Because what if you literally get out of high school? Like, so many people experience this. They go to uni, they come back on Thanksgiving and break up with their high school boyfriend because they finally get exposed (laughs) to, like, different cultures, different men, different aspects of life that you weren't necessarily aware of in high school. So I think that, like, having a bit of life experience is also good, and that also does come with age. Um, Like, yeah, and as you were saying, it's about also stability you know because like we're getting married at 20 for why you know like what are we mm-hmm. and like, like what assets like why you know like what like what is the purpose like, like if you know yeah. I guess it's kind of the opposite like if you know you're gonna marry me then like why the rush now that's not saying I'm advocating for 10-year engagements uh uh-uh. I don't believe in that shit but like you know like a bit of longevity have the conversation you should be on the same page as your partner. Ultimately, that's what matters. Um, so my question for you, have you seen like, so basically, like some guys, they'll be like, ah, if I propose and she says no, you know, the relationship is off. It's over. Like, would you stay with someone after like you've refused a proposal? Like, do you think a relationship can continue after a refused proposal? I mean, it depends. You know, it depends on a lot of things. Like, it depends on why I said no, obviously. It depends on how I said no. It depends on, like, I don't know. Like, because you coming in out of nowhere, because the likelihood that I'm going to say no, like, the the chances of me saying no are much higher if we didn't talk about it prior to you that's deciding to question. propose, right? Like, why do you not know if I'm going to say Literally, yes? Literally, that's like, the question. That, the answer to you doing it should not be a surprise. You like, know? like, niggas be proposing and then be mad with, like, why don't you know that the answer, like, yeah, why have you not exactly. talked about marriage before? Why is the day of your proposal exactly. the first Why haven't you talked about first marriage time before? You're bringing it up and I'm thinking, like, well, it's going to ruin the surprise. No, it's not. You're not going to tell her the exact date of your proposal. But it's like, how are you in a relationship with someone and you don't, as an adult, and, and you don't know what direction or if even the person is ready for marriage? Because you might be marriage minded. You know, I might want to get married in four years, but that doesn't mean I want to get married today. You yeah. Know? like that you don't even no know if your partner's ready sense. you don't even know what kind of rings she likes so and you're just like no that makes uh-uh. no fucking sense like you can't come in like you can't come in on a random tuesday and this is the first time we talk about marriage when you're Literally, on one knee that makes no fucking sense. no logic <laughs> and but um if my partner did that though if my partner got on one knee as a surprise, boom, the first time I hear about marriage when they're getting on one knee, that to me, like, would be reflective of you. Like, why are you so, like, how are you so, like, there's so little consideration 
for me in this relationship or for what I want so that would be extremely like what the fuck for me like that would be very Mm -hmm. infuriating but like just in general me saying no of course I feel like there's a way to go about it like we were talking about it last time and you were like oh what if like they say yes first and then they say no in private yeah so that they can announce together that um that you know there is no engagement yeah that works but then we're also gonna have to, we're gonna have to have a serious fucking conversation as to why it is that I did not know that we were getting married. Like us, us getting married should not be a surprise to me. They should not like, be a surprise to me. Yeah, no. Um, I think yeah. If I because I like public proposals, I think those are super Ugh. cute. What I want a public propo- I want a pr- 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 proposal <clears throat> in front of like my friends and family you know like a cute thing like I just think those are so adorable like you got my dad's permission I think that's like a stupid trend but I think it's cute I don't know it's not a trend tradition culture not I don't like know that at all. um I, just, I don't know I, I just think it's cute like I know that it's like lame and it's you know misogyny whatever but like I just think it's cute I'm like just in front of my friends and family like oh my god but I would not say no in front of them because I feel like that's really embarrassing for him um and like if I love this person I obviously don't want to put him in a position to like embarrass him like now if it's a random nigga if I'm fed up with this nigga it's it's like a random nigga completely out of left field no uh -uh. but like (laughs) if it's someone that I do want to continue the relationship with we would have like you said to sit down and have the conversation of like why are we so far off like yeah how did our communication get like so this bad. fucked up and i think a lot of people think that when you say no to a proposal it means that you don't love the person i'm saying this like i've been proposed to before um it means that you don't love the person but i don't think that's the case i think that sometimes like people just aren't ready for things like you yeah, know i might not be ready for my head might not be just like i might not there. be thinking about marriage right now. marriage is not free like getting married Bro. is not free <laughs> and then niggas want to be engaged for 10 years why would you know you how much that? weddings cost like what the fuck that shit is not free you have no. to be ready like, you have to be ready poor, niggas is stressed niggas is in school niggas, like mm-hmm. it's just like i think there are different life aspects to consider more so just than like oh my gosh she doesn't love me and that's why she said no kind of thing yeah no there's just so much to there's so much to marriage that makes me understand why people wait but one thing one thing i don't like about the waiting process to marriage is promise rings I don't like promising. I find them incredibly tacky. Like they can, you know, if, if it works for you, it works for you. You know, your promise ring is cute. I promise. But it's like, <laughs> no, don't make that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because she said y'all shit is ugly. <laughs> no, I said it's cute. Y'all shit is fucking. <laughs> that's, that's, that was a subtext of what you said. Anyway, you have a promise ring. Yeah. It's cute. I promise. I love it. Beautiful. I don't want okay. that for me don't give me that i don't like i never found promise rings to be incredibly productive because like what are you promising you know like you being here is promised enough of your commitment and if you don't like you could literally give me your promise on monday break up with me wednesday you know so like it doesn't say anything about anything besides the fact that it's a cute ring like if you want to give me a cute ring for an anniversary you know that's cute you know but like a ring like it's the symbolism to it to me isn't strong enough for me to feel like it's something that would be of use to me or that would mean anything to me it just seems like a like oh my god thanks babe. um yeah i well do i want a promise ring no 
if I got one, would I be upset? No, I'm very indifferent. I'm not upset. On the, to, huh? It's a ring. Why would I be upset? No, but like you said, like the symbol, like the symbolism behind it, like bothers you. It doesn't bother me. It's just not strong enough for me. Like if he gave me a promise, or my partner gave me a promise ring, right? And he told me like, oh, I'm promising to da 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 da. I'd be like, oh, that's nice. Thanks for the ring, though. You know, like okay, I'm here for yeah. the ring, but the symbolism like doesn't resonate with me. Like women, no, because symbolism, because a promise can always be broken. Right, even in marriage, you're promising x y z yet people cheat every day you know so does giving the promise ring mean for sure we're gonna get married no but i think it's a nice i i do appreciate the idea behind it you know yeah obviously like a pre-engagement type vibe like i'm not gonna hate on it Um, but it's like yeah but i'm not like actively like waiting for a nigga to give me a promise ring like if oh like they give me a promise ring we're over like no i don't it's not that serious but I think the concept behind it is nice and I do appreciate like the thought or like the symbolism behind it but I don't they feel very like marketing like like I don't know they just feel like a marketing very much like purity culture very yeah that's that's a bit of the aspect that bothers me behind it I guess because the first time I was introduced to the concept of purity ring was when I watched um the secret life of an American teenager (gasps) oh my god I think it was Grace and is that his name Jack I don't know the Catholic girl and her boyfriend and he gave her a promise ring whatever it was kind of sort of this thing of like oh you're mine and no one else can have you because I'm going to marry you so if I'm the only one who can fuck you like it was giving very like purity rings aren't for that no, I know, but like in my mind, there's okay. that kind of like subtle, like yeah, sub-text. your virginity is mine. Your virginity is mine. Pure, like I'm gonna marry you. I'm the only one who's gonna have that say. Like that's very much <laughs> what it's giving. Like so, that's like a bit of the aspect that I'm like. But then again, I don't really interact with like heavily religious men like that. Yeah. So I don't think that would ever be an issue for me um but yeah i, I do appreciate so like high the general very much it feels so. like a high school sweetheart thing will like let us get us our parents will let us get married right now i'm literally like but... 19 i started dating my nigga at 19 like there's no reason why i should get a promise ring i don't know like i pay my own bills imagine like you're 27 no. and you're getting a promise ring yeah like i feel like yeah like that's a certain age it's a bit no. like especially like the, okay no don't do that don't that's a that's a fucking violation getting someone a promise ring during like the marriage ages yeah like fucking do that no you're old what is like, wrong you're with you 34 no but if you don't intend on marrying me don't give me a ring period like leave me the fuck alone until you're ready to give me the engagement to ring me, imagine yeah. my man come, oh and i think it's an engagement ring it's a fucking a promise ring i'm out here 27 telling my dad i got a promise ring <laughs> zoinks that's a bit uncomfortable mm-mm, mm-mm. no yeah i know you're old like you're you're 30 like why promise ring? yeah i think there's like an expiration date i think promise rings past the age of 23 really yeah because i think because in my head i can justify at 23 oh maybe you're still in school whatever but but not a promise personally like it's not so much about like the fact that you can't get married when it comes to promise rings to me it's just the fact that it feels really like awful time like very juvenile like the whole activity feels very juvenile i think i I think it would be cute but if i'm like 25 26 like i'm a grown-ass woman like i'm a grown girl (laughs) like you like bitch run me my shit like why are you giving me (laughs) 
like no like literally at the store with these other like 16 year old boys picking out the promise oh ring my in pandora. god stop <gasps> not pandora bye <laughs> not the pandora ring oh my god. wow pandora really like i want to say came and went like pandora was like a thing yes like everyone needed Pandora. Yay, oh my not a gosh, that's so funny. The money Pandora milked out of these teenage boys with Bro. promise rings. Woo! Pandora knows how to market their shit. Pandora knows how to market their shit. And yeah. honestly, it's not even all that nice. Like it's very like regular, regular jewelry. I want to talk opinion. about that actually. I don't like most engagement rings. Oh, I don't a lot like of most engagement rings, or at least like the classic. Like I don't like the square ones. No, like the square diamonds. Like I like the oval diamonds. Those are or like something in like that's with a cute like, shape. A cute shape, and then like for the stone, do I necessarily want a diamond? I don't know if I want a diamond, but maybe like an opal or like some mm-hmm. different stone. You know, something like I want something with character. You know, I want you to see a ring, and be like, yeah, Emily's gonna like that. You know, like a exactly. Good, I don't want to just like a basic ass like oh my god guys I'm getting married and then it's just so like I think that's just like in general I don't like things that are just expensive to be expensive I like exactly. things that like mean something yeah so it's like even with the ring it's like I don't want a ring that you'd give to literally anyone Any, else like, like a ring that know. means something to either me you or the both of us like something something did you, did you see that thing on Twitter at one point it, it was like a minute ago but like where the guy proposed and he had like bare Eight ring rings. options. Yes. Nigga, huh? You can't like, just pick a, why can't you pick a ring? Literally, like why am I out here like I'm at the away. fucking jeweler having to look at the rings, having to for, try them on? Like, what is wrong with no, you? No, like for me, that takes away like all of like or not all, because it's still nice to like be proposed to by this person you love, whatever. Okay. But, like obviously. it takes away the whole aspect of like because i don't know like i like getting thoughtful because it's like when you open a mm-hmm. gift and you can tell that the person put time thought effort into picking something that they know you would like or even if you don't like it they they very much so like put in effort and they think you would like it and they look at you and like they're trying to see if you like it or not like yeah. you know but like having eight options kind of like that takes and it that aspect like- away you know, and it's, it's like nice because I get to pick the one that I want, but it's like, mm-hmm. where's the effort other than like, we know you have money. Okay, cool. But it's like, do you know me? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Like, because he didn't even get on one knee and open the box himself. I swear like someone else came and opened the box for them. And it's like, what is this mess? <laughs> like, You know, because I saw this one proposal, Um, this guy from BuzzFeed, he proposed to um, his partner and it was like the box was a strawberry. They went to a strawberry field. And the ring box was a strawberry. So, like, it was masked and the other strawberries. And then, like, they opened the box. The ring was so fucking cute. That's... I feel like that was better than, like, the fucking jewelry store outside where you're, like, opening the box and there's, like, seven rings to pick it to choose from. Like, the concept of it being personalized, the concept of it being, like... Literally, like... Like, it's us. It's just us here. the entire proposal, like... Even now that you mentioned that one, you know the proposal where, like, the guy rented out the movie theater... Yeah. and like he did like the snow white thing and it's like it was the a Indian sleeping, girl. Beauty. And, and, and sleeping beauty my bad yeah. it was her favorite movie and she was like wait a minute and then he proposed to her and, and everyone yeah. in the theater was like her family and fa- like stuff like that to me is so beautiful like personalize your proposals i don't know who here listening to this you know is like getting married you know getting ready to propose and it goes i don't know if you're getting there please personalize if you're, if, your you're if you're if you're at that place 
personalize the proposal pp mm-hmm. personalize the proposal because like don't have it be a proposal you'd give to literally any anybody, any other face like go where on the beach you get down on one knee like that's cute i mean it's cute but, but like I like i like me i like to know that you know me because yeah. i feel like the thing with like that proposal with the like the eight rings i feel like it was really like an instagram proposal like that didn't feel like it was meant for them like because instagram if they had moment. just had that proposal in private without it being on social media to me it would have been incredibly pointless i don't know like i feel like the whole point was to flex 100 percent. because what like what's the point of having there's eight no, rings there's like, absolutely what is the, no because you're going no to point. return seven of them exactly. you're exactly. Go, like there's absolutely no point in having eight pieces of can we rings are expensive as hell nigga said have to save your three months salary people don't actually salary do that by the way people for, like for to buy a singular like that's ridiculous so you bought eight of those so you spent a year's worth on eight rings that for me to pick aren't one even rare they're just like hoarded by one family so like what is it that you're paying for really you know because diamonds are essentially worthless like the resale is terrible like... you know so it's like yeah no that was entirely for social media i don't want that get that away from me you know just for the point of being able to flex um but yeah i wanted to talk about a tweet that I saw a tweet that I saw with this girl um about the the whole um the baby Danny Lee situation Danny Lee situation when this woman was talking about how um how the Danny Lee the baby situation is just a show of the fact that like having a husband is better than having a baby daddy that you should marry the man versus just having him be your baby daddy Obviously, people were like fucking attacking her in the comments. Like, the problem isn't that Danny Lee and the baby aren't married. The problem is that the baby sucks. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's the issue. And like, although I do understand the point she was trying to make about, um, because the point she was trying to make essentially was that to be a husband, there needs to be a certain foundation, right? There needs to be a certain foundation before, like, you get married with someone. Versus like baby daddy, baby mom, like the culture. I don't know why you even call the baby mama culture. The fact that a lot of people are like getting into um, having kids without being married often doesn't come with that same amount of background check as getting married. You know, like how well did Danny Lee and the baby know each other? Like how well did Travis Scott well enough for her to make a fucking song about yellow bone is what he wants? <laughs> yellow bone was not what he wanted, was it, Danny Lee? Like. Because Travis Scott, someone did like a timeline of how long Travis Scott and Kylie knew each other before they had kids. And I think it was like a couple weeks. Travis you know? Scott, side note, now that the whole Astro Fest thing happened, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner makes so much more sense in my head. Because in really? my brain, because I didn't really like know, because I've seen, I knew who Travis Scott was, but like I didn't really know anything like surrounding his brand, like uh, We Rage, whatever the fuck. Oh, but like yeah, his brand true. is literally actually like nerdy white boys. Like Travis Scott actually caters to like white boys who like slam the door at their moms. And like <laughs> one video where he was oh, on stage at so a concert. True. And he was like, he turned the music, he was like, stop the music, stop the music. He looked in the back at this camera guy, this black camera guy. With the, he's like, get yeah. your nerdy ass off the stage, bro. I don't I'm and Travis Scott. Like, I'm Travis. He's like, yeah, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. I don't care if you work with someone, you're not working for Travis. Like, it's giving, like, they called you, they, like, you were a nerd in high school. You didn't have any friends. Yes. And, like, and so now, because I was like, how could any, like, self-respecting black man 
have children because every ch- black man that like has something with the kardashians like there's something wrong with him yes so i was like what is wrong with travis scott and i pinpoint he's a loser anyways <laughs> that's a side note some of y'all finna be mad and i don't give a fuck i'm sorry why are people even too? defending travis scott the man like, literally gave these people a month f- free on fucking better help when the month, month free promotion was like already a thing like he didn't even do anything he really just slapped his like, face y'all on are it. not like, fucking serious this man literally got paid for people dying a like, child die and the man is making money off it and y'all are and fighting for him like that was a complete tangent but i if realized you had died, that he would not have been fighting for you but anyways, he would not the fuck he doesn't anyways, care about he would have been making money your off mom? your death it's travis scott you're fada you're oh, in, out here why defending is an eight-year-old at a concert about- why is an eight-year-old dying at a concert why, is an why should i go to a concert and expect to die oh you you should i y'all don't know the travis culture bitch i didn't know the fuck travis <laughs> scott what's that song Astro World with drake yes sickle mode boom it's oh sickle mode yeah yeah and then pick up the phone apparently is, is that no that's not travis scott too too antidote was it not antidote that yeah. one is also travis scott apparently girl i don't know this like, man no one knows travis scott i, I, I'm I sorry mean the people that fan. listen to yes, travis scott he has like a really music. like diehard fan base but also the people that went to astrofest you know like they're not out here to fucking rage not all of them at least they were there to have fun anyways anyways can't believe we're fucking discussing the fact that people shouldn't die at a concert i had to say that on a public platform like get my opinion about travis scott out there because like not enough people are saying what he's a loser anyways (laughs) that's a tangent back to the point i had baby mama culture danny lay the baby is a menace society okay First of all, the baby kept coming in her even though she said she told him not to. And then he got mad that she got birth control. That's why he was kicking her out at 3 a.m. with her baby in tow. So, so much wrong was already taking place. But it's like, how does her being married to that man solve anything? Like, I understand the point that this girl was trying to make with the tweet that, you know, the foundation and all that. But it's like, why do people believe that getting married to like anyone is a solution to like oh yeah i'm dodging abuse because we're married you know like i'm not gonna go through this could never be me because we're married we got a ring no no that doesn't shield you from anything especially when we're talking about like how people don't do the work to be able to pick better partners or to be able to pick people that actually respect them yeah no i think the main yeah i was gonna say the main issue i think it's like the whole pick a better partner thing because it's like okay see mm, this is where danny danny lay kind of diverges because typically you don't know that you're picking a shitty partner you don't know that your baby daddy isn't shit until he's your baby's father right and so people talk about oh well like you know you should have been your husband bitch i could have married him and he would have still been a shit father like what does that like however comma danny lay bitches like danny lay bitches like summer walker who think for some reason they are better than the previous like you had a template you had examples you saw the previous tests you saw the previous exams and yet you still took that professor's course like why would you do that they told you he was a shit father they told you he was bad to them but you thought that because you were light-skinned you thought that because you were yellow bonus what do you want that he would treat you better than the other women you know and the baby was probably talking shit about them too when you didn't have a kid yet he was probably talking shit about oh his baby mamas are crazy this yeah. that, and the third and now you have his kid and now what and now, now what stuck. so it's like obviously 
I feel for her because no one deserves to be like abused and no one like, you know, you're raising a child with this man and that must suck. However, comma, you did not need to raise a child with this man. See, that's my issue. That's my fucking issue. The, you know what I would give to have someone literally warn me about a man before I start Bro. talking to them? You know who I would pay to have shit like that? Like, you got that shit like for free handed to you. You know what I would pay to be in your multiple position? multiple sources multiple sources like you are a lucky woman and you're just like no and bitter yet, okay bro, like bestie. mad at me mad at my nigga like, like the album slapped but bestie noodles for brains some of those songs smooth ass brain <laughs> like <laughs> why what bottom, makes you what? better than the people that came before you like the whole concept of maybe it's because i'm famous maybe it's because i'm prettier like what's it called being pretty pretty privilege does not necessarily apply in all scenarios in it pretty mm-hmm. bitches get played too pretty bitches get dragged they get yo pretty get actually i would like to argue that pretty bitches get played worse and they get played more than regular regular people like you see the treatment that some of these girls go through and you're like damn like because shallow people go for them people who don't give like a shit about damn. them outside of how they look go for them like and then they get dragged left and oh they pauvre but and then you're yeah gonna come like, back to that same community that you abandoned right so danny lay or er, yeah no i'll go danny lay now it was before it was you're better than you know the regular regular dark skin woman you know you're you're mm-hmm. above us yeah mm-hmm. you're, you're better than us you know you've mm-hmm. got a beautiful chocolate man yeah now that, that man has abandoned you who are you turning to not white women not white women you're not like and then it's this thing of like wanting to come back to this community that you rejected you know not even only rejected but like um positioned yourself above right because Wait, what the black community she's not yeah black. <laughs> she's not black. she's see she's try- she's you know she's not one of us go power go to home. the people go home but, to your white mama sisa like i but the thing is i don't think that danny lay lee considers herself to be a part of what i don't think well then like it's not an integral part of like african-american culture or black culture point like period even less so of white, white culture. culture so she had to go back somewhere quote unquote it would be because who listens to danny lay's music that's a general question but like it would most likely be black, black people. women black people yeah. Mm, I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> if y'all know, let us know in the comments below. Yeah, but like, like so. But then now she also, you know, and so I saw a bunch of people saying that they were kind of like, you know, like nobody likes Danny Lay, but they feel bad for her because of like what she's going through, and mostly we feel for the kid, right? Us to deal with having a fucking psychopathic fuck who threw that busted ass goddamn <laughs> I'll never let it go. You know, back to Summer Walker great album babes we love the music keep putting out that music god keep knows doing what it. was the point of sierra's prayer just to get larry tattooed on your face no because like one and she got the shitty end of after the other bestie she got the shitty end of the deal too because he got summer you know that's cute like you know if summer if him and summer break up he can literally put 16 and say it was the best summer of his life <laughs> like she's stuck with larry larry on the are you insane and is that his actual name like I think 
yeah i think that's his guy i mean yeah that's his name but like his stage name i feel like his no stage i name don't think different. i don't know who i don't know who that man is okay well if he had a stage name it's probably better than larry so i don't know why you picked larry out of all the names you could have picked out but like also it's like this concept of like I mean, just the album, just the progression of the album, the way it starts out, and she's like fighting for this she's man. Fighting for that, nigga. like he's mine for life. Like, bro, she was in the trench. No switching sides. She, and then we go down, 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 down to how could you let me spend my whole fucking pregnancy alone? I don't know. <laughs> and now you're getting Larry tattooed on your forehead, bestie. Because the progression of that album showed so much. Like, I remember the day after it came out, the girls were doing analysis. They were like, oh my God, like this yeah. personality growth, you know, and this demonstrates tremendous um, character development. And then na, 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 na. a and week later, she started defending him. But then she realized her worth and that bestie, where'd the worth go? <laughs> Where did poof in the air? Where did the words go? Literally because you had Sierra on there talking about her prayer. Everyone's been trying to get her prayer from her. You were like, the person who extracted it. And you're squandering and it. And you're Why? doing this. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like that makes no... Because also, I feel like I have too much pride to put out an album like that. Ooh, I have shame. too much fucking pride to be coming out here fighting for this man on the first song of the album. No. Mm-mm. but like i get it though because i get obviously. that like the it goes with like the flow of the album yeah you know, like obviously. the album like i understand like it, i understand as a body of work still though as a prideful person no that shit would have come with me to the grave like i'm not gonna she fight said, for this man in my music bitch? london were you fucking that bitch for real i said damn you asked him that Ooh. did you screw this bitch for real they be on that groupy shit for real oh my god bestie you're coming for the wrong person your nigga's fucking shorties and you're calling them groupie why oh my god focus on the menace focus on the person the problem at hand yeah no oh that shit's so funny and I think that's also like that song is so oh my god that's, that's a great so song embarrassing. Though. You know what's funny? I find the uh, the fucking um Cardi B the Cardi B voicemail. I don't know why I find it so funny because like people so are coming funny. in, ha ha. You know, like the what she did that fake nigga love cheats on you. He your cheats on you every fucking day. Cheats on you. you. Are what not, are you like, talking about? Like the people delusion. Like she came in there about like yeah, because I think she came to support her because yeah. Summer's niggas also cheating on her. Um, so no, like, she, she was supporting in- her. She was like, oh, don't let people steal your thunder. If yeah, you're really pregnant, put it in your music, make it beautiful. You know, don't let people be able. I'll be out here about ha ha. You know, trying to hurt you on purpose. <laughs> just like, like dying like this is a mess the blind leading the fucking blind literally like, the blind leading the blind bestie you can't even keep your ma- let me let's not blame her for that but let at me, the same time you're staying with him you're staying yeah you're staying with him chloe kardashian so. syndrome like leave that nigga alone oh yeah um, is chloe kardashian is she still with that guy i don't know well i think well people are saying he cheated when he's having this new baby so yeah obviously. i don't know if they're still together <laughs> Text but when fucking the baby Snapchat. was conceived they were um i actually wanted to go back on the danny lay like the baby her thinking she's better or whatever because it made me think of that conversation in the car of that couple where the guy with the girl was like oh yeah dating a black guy doesn't add value and then the guy was like oh no dating a black man to white women and surprise did you not watch that video mm-hmm you did not see that video oh my gosh okay essentially is this actually i think i might have seen like a clip of it it's this white woman and this black man and they're doing like those you know you know those internet videos 
mm-hmm. you know, like gay son thought daughter videos. Yeah. So they're <laughs> doing, so they're sitting in the car doing that video, doing that sort of video. And then she's talking about how in white culture, dating a black man is not a badge of honor. You know, dating a black man, it does not bring you bonus points. Like if anything, she was about to go on about how, if anything, dating a black man, white men dis- kind of like disown you as a white woman if you date a black man. And this man, he's like, as a black man, I'd have to disagree. he's like I don't agree you know dating you know maybe for you but for the what like that white white women like the white American women you're a white white woman the white American don't even know the white American (laughs) woman you know dating a black man it's a great thing it's a badge of honor it means a lot maybe for you your type of white but it's not this type of white and it's just like she's literally talking about her experience that this man is fighting to mean something to her and at first like you don't know that they're together but the fact that they're together just makes it so much more chaotic because like she's literally saying that being with him adds no fucking no fucking value guys free yourselves from being in relationships with people that don't actually like you i feel like she does like him though i don't think she dislikes him she's just talking about the reality of dating a black man when terms of like interacting with other white people I would feel you know so... I think she likes him like she actually like cares for him but she's saying like white people don't necessarily view me as better because I'm dating a black man and of mm-hmm. course not that's not how fucking racism works you know so it's like I don't know like the whole story just made me laugh so hard because it reminded me of that conversation where the girls were on snapchat and they were talking about how oh yeah if I ask a, white, a black man to pee uh to to if I ask a, a black man if I can piss in his mouth he's gonna let me and shit like that and it's just like we could get into inter interracial relationship another, another time but in general like I don't care much for them until things like this happen and I can laugh <laughs> um yeah no i think i was gonna talk about <clears throat> have you seen that did i send that to you like it's a twitter video and this couple's basically talking about how they met and the guy's sitting in between the girl's legs and she's like braiding his hair or twisting his hair and then oh yeah and then the girl was talking about how they met and she was like yeah like i liked him at first but like he wasn't ready for a relationship and he's like no oh, no i, didn't want I was ready for a relationship i was fully ready i just for didn't want i just you. didn't want one with you i didn't want one with you and he like he needed the people to know he needed the people to he know didn't he didn't like her he needed the people to know and like essentially they were just talking about how and he was he kept interrupting her at every turn he actually looked like he hated her like yeah he did not want to be there and it's like damn and then i saw someone in the comments like post screenshot of like a facebook comment and then the facebook com- message was the facebook post was like uh y'all want to be like jada and will i want to be like um fat and that couple yeah the fact that her name is fat because he calls her fat and she just kind of took it like it's giving sheila and mike bro it's giving (laughs) sheila and mike it's giving like y'all are marrying people that absolutely despise you and they despise you not even under the dark of night in the broadness of day how can you be talking about me like this to my face on the internet like and then i'm literally out here braiding your hair with so much care no man i would i would have yaga you bro are you insane oh like and then she was just there and she wasn't even like her or she didn't even like she was just taking she's like yeah okay like i guess like no i was like what what makes us demean ourselves 
to this point for niggas like damn (laughs) this is what i'm saying like the inner work is very necessary not just for like the sake of making your relationship live but also the sake of being able to understand when someone just is not worth your time bro like bestie look inwards internal don't be summer walker don't be anyway nigga said larry on the forehead are you insane (laughs) Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Black Girls Talk. We really enjoyed recording this, so we hope you guys enjoyed listening. Make sure to interact with all our social media in the description, as always. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're going to be having some content coming your way very soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And we cannot wait to see you guys next time. Bye.